while enjoying food, drink, and hearth fire in Raelian Kawahara's company some months ago, Axel received a summons letter. The seal was one of the most regal you'd ever seen, and static electricity seemed to crackle lightly on the letter itself as each of you in turn handled the envelope. Gob easily identified this as a powerful privacy jinx on the envelope, and cautions nobody but Axel break the seal. Upon reading the fine scrawl inside the letter, Axel's eyebrows rose up his head, then furrowed, then he simply closed his eyes. Giving him only a moment's respite, the group descended upon him, pressing him for information. Their usually boisterous bard was uncharacteristically silent. His posture slumped, his hands on his face. After a moment or two, he was able to regain his composure, and he tells you everything. The Fantark is dead. The Song of Waskell is silent. Every bard studied in one of the colleges of the land has felt this. As he says it, everyone begins to realize that things do seem a little less colorful than they're used to seeing. The music in the hall doesn't fill your hearts in the same way it used to. The art pieces hanging along the walls don't hold your gaze. Axel has been summoned to a gorset. It's a high honor, as not every bard will receive such an invitation. Only those judged by Waskell's priests are selected. The gorset is a meeting and communion of bards, which turns into a competition of sorts to see who can take up the mantle of Fantark. Of course, historically, the winner must then also take up a journey to find the actual final resting place of the last Fantark. After spending some time at the Gorset, Axel found his attention wandering, realizing that his heart was not in the competition. Those who were earnestly competing hardly seemed genuine in their love for the Fantark. Too many seemed as though they were looking for higher status. And so he left. He wandered for a week, thinking how he might make his way back to his friends, with whom he'd spent so much time in the company of. Eventually, he ran across a group of soldiers who identified themselves as part of a protectorate group called the Iron Vigil. He made fast friends with the drow bard on the group, one calling herself Guyaka. It is in harp cry he now finds himself wandering the last few days. He's heading in for a drink at his favorite spot, the Aeolian, and what do his eyes show him but his greatest friends in all the world approaching him from the direction of the town's entrance. Mr. Sorry, Mr. Sorry is going to scamper to Axel and just give him a big eight-armed hug. Boy, do we have a story. <laughs> I had the best intentions. Everything is fine. How'd it go with the, the meeting of all the party bars? Did you get your, your new job? I know I did not. <laughs> you look down, Axel. I'm just really stoked to be back. Who wants to get a drink? <laughs> We've had quite a journey to get here. I think Axel, I think I'm going to uh, be practicing sobriety for a little while. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I was obviously sleeping in a real bed tonight. Yeah, real bed. So. We bought some stuff in the cave, and then Mr. Sorry over here sent us to the astral plane by mistake. So we just got back after Oops. talking to dead people. We wandered there for like We two learned weeks. all our tragic backstories. Yeah. We found more gin objects. We met a gin. That's right, we did talk to this. Really? Malachi, yeah. Oh, cool. Do you remember the story of the great Malachi? Do you remember that? We were looking for him. Well, he's a djinn. He's really weird. And we think the cult that was, the beholder was just like allowing to live with them. They serve a, uh, a necromancer that we're after, who we believe is she's in Harpcry, possibly? Or is that what I don't know. Is it Asa? It's actually my mother. 
She's evil now, we need to stop her. <laughs> she can apparently teleport like all around the world, so she doesn't have a fixed location, so yeah. That might get us at least to her location. Or contact with her or something. Maybe she'll come to us. Unless there's a better plan. That we could always go and just kill everybody. So the alien, it's a spot where Haiwan's greatest musicians come to play. It's become something of a refuge for Axel. Uh, and musicians come here and pay a competition fee of 1,000 gold pieces, hoping to win their talent pipes. So as you guys go in, um, Diok, the owner, goes, Oh, Axel, you're back again. You know, for your pipes tonight? I'm always ready to lay down some pipes. You, you sit down and this place is a really grand. It's not just like your standard pub with like a bar at the back and some spindly stools and tables. It's like a, like a theater. There's a stage up at the front. You look up um, to look at what the second, the balcony looks like and you realize that there's a third section up top above the second tier. You walk in and then he hands you off to Stanchion, the bartender. Hey, <laughs> actually, you brought friends, not just that elf woman. I like her. Where is she? Like it's um, it's a, it's a mark of how well we're doing here, considering that we can still have a list of alcohol this large, even with uh, the changeland changelands um taking over everything else. We can still get things imported here. Um, you guys hear a voice says, Korak, Korak, you see, Tali Moss. Oh fuck you. me. <laughs> And actually, you see um, Guyaka walking up to the table. She's like lasered in on Korak. She's like, what What the hell are you doing here? <laughs> the short version is now if we've been reunited with our friend Axel here, he's going to play tonight, and we're going to enjoy some drinks and some music, and if it's in your company, I would actually appreciate that. There's something that feels a little bit lighter about her. She feels different somehow. She's like, well, hell, I didn't know you all knew Axel. Axel, how do you know these guys? You didn't tell me that you were traveling around with this lot? That's... That's crazy. If I remembered, I would tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, I guess. <laughs> You've been pretty drunk most of the time that we've known each other. <laughs> We're spice traders, okay? <laughs> That's how we know each other. Korak looks a little perturbed that Axel's been so friendly with Tali. Yeah, we all, um, we had a mutual uh, contract. We took in Dallas to see Tali. And, um, that's how we got to know Axel. We were... I grab a bottle for each arm. I rolled a 12 perception. I want to see what the room thinks of a, of a, of a cap in the third floor grabbing drinks. Yeah, nobody's even given a second glass hand to you guys. And you're looking around. What did you roll, 12? Yeah. Um, yeah, you're looking around and you see like... You see like goblins and you're pretty sure that you've seen a boulette thing walking around in the city itself. So. Um, this it, place is awesome. It strikes you as the inner camp is probably not the strangest thing that they've ever seen. Where the hell are we? It's <laughs> this, this is in the heart of the Changelands. Stanchion, is that his name? Yeah. I'd ask him. What's the city like? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's like, yeah, we've got blacksmiths, we've got arcanists, we've got enchanters, we've got... We've got everything. There's there's even a commune of, um, of tieflings down the way, actually, uh, over at House Sunjack, but... You know, that's, that's probably the oldest family here. Um, and they were here before the Changelands started. Which, I mean, okay, to be fair, a lot of us were here before the Changelands started. They haven't been here that long. But uh, it's always been a strange place. Can somebody please remind me what the beef is between this woman and us as a group? Well, it's between uh, the woman that showed up. 
Yeah, yeah. it was just that came up and mostly with Korak and talked to you could tell Korak was going. Yeah, I would say Korak definitely She did not join our table. She's absolutely not in my Absolutely not. Did she sit down? She came over expecting to have a seat. Yeah. I would say I'm going Politely intimidate her. <laughs> and can I can I roll persuasion against that to convince her to stay? Oh, damn, that's fine. I feel like I, I, I love this image of Korax actually really puffed up since Axel's back because he's like the fellow charisma guy in the party. But since Tali showed up and he saw them looking at each other, I like deflated so much. Like, like, yeah, I'm about to freaking. <laughs> Hey, you're having a birthday or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I say absolutely not. She's not a guy with But but that's why I love this. Was she the waitress though? Or she no, she, oh, she, she doesn't work oh. right now. And I'm sorry. <laughs> this seems like a bad idea to me. Okay. Yeah, remember the children in alley? A random child popped out of an alley and he's like, come here. And literally everybody's like, okay! And I'm like, no! That's a terrible idea! Absolutely not! And, and everybody's like, no, we're doing it. I'm like, alright, fine. And, and what do you know? <laughs> Led to an ambush. So I like scoot to make her room at the table and I just fall out of my chair. Walks back and she turns on a Deoxy and he's like, Hey, Axel, you found your, your elven friend! I was wondering when she was going to be here. I don't think that they're together. Axel, <laughs> you're a flirtatious man, Axel. Okay, 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 I hear you, I hear you. Yeah, okay. I, don't think, I don't think that they've ever been... And he looks at Tali and he's like, You're not with Axel, right? <laughs> and he, like, he's like so confused, he's like, I have customers to up in like box away. She's sitting down with you guys? She's yeah, I'm I'm, I'm backing up. But okay. I'm going to be remain very very cautious. Stanchion. Yes, yes, hello! Stanchion. Hello, half elf, yes, hello. Nice nice staff. Thank you. Like a tree on it. Is that the uh, what is that? Your holy symbol? Something like that. You have a good eye. I have two good eyes actually. Oh good. Just wondering, out of curiosity, why uh, this area, this little part of the township, is called a uh, Demon Head? Oh, that's a that's actually a very fun fun um, history lesson there. Uh, it's called Demon Head because once upon a time, uh, it, there was a there was an army of tieflings that came through here, and they were fighting against a really really terrible terrible force from the Shadow Plane. Uh, had been coming here, and this was where they made their last stand, and so they call it Demon Head. What does Korak know about the Tiefling community here? Um, you know that a Tiefling community definitely is here. Um, you don't know any of them personally. Okay. One, um, I spoke to Garrisil. Was he guessing? Was he guessing this was a good place to check, or did he? Because I asked about like, do you know where my mother is? Uh, I remember he pointed the harp. I thought it was harp. Correct, he pointed to. There was one guy who was the first um, 
first of the night to like attempt for his pipes. And um, he stands up and the crowd's just like going crazy for him. And um, you recognize him and uh, you introduce him as um, uh, Duke Thresh uh, up, uh, from one of the cities up north. <laughs> from Packhalt. The city of Packhalt. And he gets up and the crowd's going crazy and he has like this accordion thing and he's just like this like old portly like fat guy just like sitting there. He's all happy to be there. And he starts playing and it's immediately obvious. Like he's an awful. He, it's awful. He plays terribly. But he's got such an energy on the stage that like he can't help but just like laugh. And he's got these lewd lyrics for these songs. And um and he finishes, and the crowd goes wild, and uh, Diok comes up and shakes his hand, and you, he, you know, you see him walking away, and you don't see any, there's obviously no tunnel pipes in his hand, uh, and, uh, and he gets down, and he's just having a blast, and so it's like, not everyone's good, but it doesn't mean that you're not, like, still part of the, you know, part of the community. They're all really good, even the people who are competing, um, but a lot of them, it's, it's pretty clear why they didn't get their pipes at the end of the night. Um, they made too many mistakes, or they sung off key for a little bit, or you know whatever it is. It's, it's pretty, pretty clear. There is um, someone who catches all of your eye. Uh, it's a man dressed in really just regal, resplendent white robes. Um, he gets up uh, and comes to the the front, and he begins to <clears throat> to play the song. And actually, you haven't seen this guy before, but now that you're looking at him, something that seems really familiar about him. But it's hard to, to put a put a face on. And right now we're just listening. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, let me be clear. Oh no, I'm sorry. He is. He doesn't. He's not competing. He has his pipes already. This guy. My bad. Is he playing? I sat there thinking this what to write. Something came over my part inside. I felt something from above. It was a um, god. I'd like to cast foresight on myself. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do that? Just <laughs> <laughs> Can I do that or no? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I guess we'll have to find out. Can I roll for it? Yeah. Okay. With level of a spell. So that's what I want to ask. Can I? Can, can we all? <laughs> it's a level 9 spell. I don't know if I have those. Level 9? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. I don't think you have none of those spells. Okay. I I've heard of watchmen who conquer the foes. If anyone stands half a chance, it's those with hearts, both big and stout. I'm just gonna listen for a while. <laughs> There's at least one line in here. Remember well, fear the sky. 
your friends, tell your kin, trust in God's no trust in the gym. What happened? <laughs> nope. I was listening to the song, to be honest with you, because oh, I could sorry. barely hear you guys. Because he's looking at like us. He's talking to you guys. Kind of. I just go like, me? But I'm like doing me. You don't like get a response from him, though. Uh, and he, he, he gets up, everyone claps, and he takes his loot and he goes and sits down um, at a table sort of on the first floor down from you guys. Do you all going down to him? Yeah, I'll go down to him. Because now that it's it's over, right? Song's over. Lights come up. Everyone talks. You, you have like probably like fifteen twenty minutes before the next act. So up. all seven of us are gonna mingle with him. It's not it's not like an unusual sight. You see like groups of fifteen standing around the table. Yeah, like, he's like sitting alone, um, but he's got a he's got a mug of ale and he sits there. And he kind of raises it to you as you walk up and he's like. Hello, friends. What um, can I do for you? Hail and well met. <laughs> yes, quite. <laughs> we didn't get your name. They don't introduce anyone who comes on stage here. <coughs> uh, my name is uh, Francois. Where do you hail from, Francois? I'm from over in Toxendar. And he, he kind of peeks around and he sees Axel standing in the back and he's like, Axel, my boy. Why don't you come, come sit with your old Francois? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you surprised to see me? I'm speechless. Yeah, I remain silent. I'm speechless. Hey, no, Axel. Francois? <laughs> um, that's a funny story. Axel, why don't you tell them... <laughs> Why we know each other. <laughs> think, um, someone, someone, put a, someone put a drink in his hand. I'm sure that'll help ease his... When the okay, um, somebody puts a drink in my hand, and... Well, I would say more like about seven, maybe eight years ago now. I was mugged in an alley, but before that I... I worked for Axel's family. I sort of raised the boy. Axel, please, come sit down. Someone sit him down before he falls over. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know what? Yes, I would like to sit down and... We all sit and gather. <laughs> yeah, and maybe explain to my party and friends what's going on. I have something I need to tell you. I knew this person from my past before I ever came to this part of the world, and, um, this was my, uh, 
uh, best friend, my keeper, my family, and I really thought that he was dead, and uh, this is very strange. I really don't know what to say, honestly. Why did you think he was dead? Uh, we were we were coming back from a theater performance, and we were uh, held hostage, I guess. And the, the driver of the carriage was assassinated, and there was blood everywhere. And I thought that we were being mugged, I guess you could say. And Francois was gone, and that was it. And I ran away from home, and that's how I ended up here. I'm breaking down right now. I'm, I'm pretty teary-eyed, and <laughs> uh, big hugs. Actually, us meeting here tonight is no coincidence. I've been watching you for a time here in, in Harpcry, and, and along your many adventures, I, I saw that you drowned a Hydra. That was crazy. <laughs> Why I just say? Um, but I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have to tell you that you're not. Well, actually, you're not entirely wrong. I am dead, and unfortunately, another. I hope you can forgive me. Another lie. My name is not Francois. Um, my name is Tegan Tatar. Axel, I'm the Fantark. I'm the High Bard. And all this business with the Gorset going on, it's all, it's, it's a fuss. You left for exactly the right reasons. Nobody's taking you seriously. It's just this status, a station of bards nowadays. Nobody knows what it's truly like to be the Fantark, but you, you know what it's like. You know what it takes. And quite frankly, I think you have what it takes. I, I just, I knew from the first time I met you as a boy that you, you would be my successor. The, the night that, that our stagecoach was mugged and the, the driver was killed, that was the night that I had to leave. The, the people who came weren't just criminals, they were of the trike cult. They came to take you, and to take your power. Um, and unfortunately, my powers have been weakened enough, and I'm now dead. And what you're seeing in front of you is not me in the flesh so much as it is my messenger. This is the, the last appearance I will ever manage. Why appear to us an Axel now? It's, yeah. Why are you... Why? Why? The djinn need your help. Tell me something that... Nobody else would know. But, uh, if I remember correctly, the thing that caught your attention was the music when that flutist came out with her bird pipes. Um, ask him why we shouldn't trust any gods. Your trust should go in the jinn. They're, they're the, the last hope. The gods are the ones who put the jinn in a bottle. They're the reason, I don't know who, which one of them, but someone did. One of them. One of How do you bodies. know so much about this? What happened between the time that you disappeared and now? I spend my days on the, the plane of song, trying to keep Waskell's song alive. The, his uh, Waskell, the god of beauty and love and everything that makes color in the world. Why did right. you leave, though? Like, what happened? 
My, my power was being drained from me. It was being taken from me. Does the song, excuse me, the siphoning of the power, does that have anything to do with the changelands changing? I think it has everything to do with the changelands. Now that I'm dead, there's no one left to play the song. You want Axel to play that song? That's why you're here? Axel is the only one capable of playing that song. I have a question. Yes. Can you see him? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, you know, I'm dead, whatever. I think. <laughs> I'm scared of that. Oh my god. Um, really, the thing, the thing that I'm here to ask is, Axel, will you, will you complete the, the, the original purpose of the Gorset? Will you come and find my final resting place and put me at peace and take up the mantle of Tantar? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. You're just a mess of bass, should we say no? <laughs> yeah, it's like, but you're doing this dramatic build up to say no. <laughs> <laughs> nope, Not session over. I guess, I guess we're all going home then. Thanks, bye. <laughs> As he, like, he's talking to you guys, you say yes, we'll accompany you to the realm of song. And he's like, great. And he starts um, going into a little bit of detail about uh, the history of Waskell and how he was not the first god of beauty. In fact, most of the gods as they exist are not the original gods. A lot of them used to be domain wardens themselves or something like that. And as he's talking to you, there's like this weird um, Star Trek go to warp six, you know, like around you where the, the alien just kind of disappears. He's like, and you're still sitting at your table together. And he's sitting there talking. And as he's talking about this thing, you kind of notice like he's becoming a little bit less opaque, and you can see like stars behind him, and, and, and he starts sort of fading. He's just talking like nothing's happening, and uh, eventually he ends on um, this note about. And so uh, let's see how, how much can I say. <laughs> And so that's why there's only one of the gods who is the original of the twelve. And then he's totally gone. And then your table disappears. And then suddenly the world, you see a pinprick of light, like in this direction that if, you know, if everything's kind of rushing by you, there's like this pinprick of light out there. All of a sudden, and you guys are standing on an island out in the middle of some raging oceans. You guys are all standing on this island. You're, you look like you're in more or less the center of this island. It's a pretty big island. Um, and behind you is a, a large, really large pile of ripe, white rocks. Um, it's, they're piled up behind you in a formation, a specific formation that you want to be recognized as a burial camp. Um, there is a, a very faint trace of sound, like a reverberation of sound, as though um, an instrument has stopped being played, but hasn't been like like made to stop. It's been it's just reverberating kind of endlessly. Cutting words? <laughs> You're gonna take from his rule? I want to add to it. Wouldn't use cutting words. <laughs> hey, Webby, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Try it again. <laughs> no, like Dumbass spider. <laughs> okay, first of all, 
one rock specifically that has a um, it's got a four-leaf clover etched into it, and below that is a like a little slot for this gemstone that you have. I I put the gemstone in the slot, <laughs> and this this voice says says this. Sometimes the best man wins. Cast your lots with care, for sometimes fate will decide who is seen with flair. Be wrong. Back off, man. Try to understand this better before we just like proceed. In my opinion. Kevin King. Oh fuck, Kevin's not here. Kind of looked beyond Dan and I was like, what the fuck? Is he invisible? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh my god. 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 Damn it. Kevin, can you go check? We need to figure this out. There's a puzzle here. There's some clues here. We need to, I think, in my opinion, take a step back. Uh, check out another color. Uh, Orange. Try to figure something out. Uh, I want to know what you guys can we, can we like in game? Stuck in this plane. Yeah. No. 
we don't want that. <laughs> we, just, we, just, we were just stuck in the plane for like three weeks because we couldn't do anything. I just want a warm bed. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Hey, long term wise, you know, we can make a nice rock bed. I, I could I could do a little okay like, a little net here. I can make it look comfortable. Yeah, there you, you guys go. See how we literally just got transported to this place by the guy you trusted. What do we do instead? <laughs> what? Okay, so what? Yeah, let's talk about that. If I do roll, then we, instead of rolling, we go to orange. We don't have an orange gem. We go to violet. We have a violet gem. I think that we should spend more time investigating it, not just like going for it. We've rolled so many investigation checks already. No, we all we see is rocks. We really exactly all we see is rocks. So important. <laughs> Okay, then keep investigating. Be my guest. Alright, I'm gonna roll an arcana. And I'm so sorry. Because I've been in role playing here, like, and I hate to be that person, and I'm not that person. I'll do it. I hear you. I'll do an arcana check. I just don't trust anyone. I'm sorry. 26 arcana check on these green rocks. Are they green? <laughs> Are they really green? Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm my head and I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I'm trusting you, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Eric, I love you. I'm so glad. glad. <laughs> I don't really want to be that person, and I hate that. Like, I don't want to impede or like be annoying at all. Like, I have some issues, you guys. I don't trust none of y'all. <laughs> Not at all. We're here for you. I know. Thank you. I'm here for you too. <laughs> oh my god. I love y'all. I love you so much. So the more you go, more nice. Oh, for what? The more wine goes in, the more trust goes out. <laughs> I'm gonna, like, there's like stones around, right? I'm gonna be with my many hands just trying to drum. Trying to make this, like, almost like bongo beat or something. So I can sculpt my spells so my spells can't be harmful. I can launch a fireball at Korak who flies. Mm -hmm. We can make illusions of him, like, do aerial flips. Yeah, I'm gonna pull out my ocarina and just play a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most obvious thing I can think of. 
you have a lot of songs. It's a trap square polymorph into a dire honey badger. And I want to do a little dance. This is the weirdest play I've ever seen. Just jazz hands the whole time. Dire. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. It'll make it good. Axel, what does it say? This is a little bit too real. The most important lesson we strive to achieve is how to live when all those we have loved will leave. This verse does not bear repeating for very long. It is to tell you of a time when sight and song. Uh, and something happens when you are heading up toward the Violet Cairn. The storm, stormy clouds above you can turn dark, just like pitch black. Um, and you hear thunder start to rumble. A bolt of red lightning strikes Webby. It's like splayed out on the ground and standing above him is a giant. Um, it looks like a wolf, but it is made of shadows. So this is a little hint that you don't like honey badgers? <laughs> um, and as you approach the violet cairn, the dark clouds start to dissipate. As soon as you plug the gemstone in, you hear this. The pockets run deep, gold weighs you down. Leave without your bounty and you can't stifle a frown. Think big and you all talk it out. Your money can buy anything. Leave yourselves with no doubt. If you guys could pool your money together and buy anything, what would it be? You guys, what do you think we'd want to buy if we pooled our money? Well, let's say I've always wanted to have my own, like, home kind of property. Okay. And um, that one crazy place. So. Scrawled my bed? Yes. Okay. A warm bed. Well, I mean... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, if we had, uh, like, all the money we had, I'd buy a library. That's what I'd do. I don't know. I don't think Korak doesn't keep library locked. Like, a big party? Like, probably, yeah. I'd probably, like a harem. I'd probably throw a harem. big party with a big harem and a lot of booze and a lot of dumb shit. Uh, I would purchase, I suppose, my freedom to go back home out of exile and get my damn house back. Knowledge, you uh, gain hearing my words, my song. You stayed, you've heard my tale, and say how wrong. In this tune, I'll tell you my last breath. Those who heard know it is beauty and death. He will not shut up about beauty and death. He needs to write a different goddamn poem. I wonder if these are like lyrics to his songs. You guys are walking toward the uh, yellow cairn, and the sky starts to turn black again. Oh. Red lightning down out of the sky and strikes Axel in a giant shadow dire wolf is standing above the You have a horrible realization that this is a projection of faces. So there's the first one's 13 yeah. damage. As soon as the first one touches that shadow wolf, it, it disappears. The world is never just black and white. The shades of gray are the biggest fight. No matter your standing, you can't be too high. Now you must tell me a truth that is also a lie. I thought of what I said. The vampire can never die. Damn, Randy! Wasn't that good? Yes, yes, okay. Water is wet. I'm sorry. That's good. <laughs> <laughs>
darkest words and softest blades, their dance was short, their love was fierce. They kindled the crusades, and from it sprung an heir to the gods. They passed their baton, O oh, beauty beheld. She did not falter, she did falter forever and on. You hear uh, the voice say, the gods whisper while man shouts. It's not subtle, but it's true. Too oft man tries to outwit the gods, and their debt has come due. Now is your moment, your time to shine. You commune with them, master their voice, and speak to those divine. My child seeks his love out, seeks out his other half. From them all I left this, my broken epitaph. Courage, though, is not my best beauty, is my mark. I leave it freely for them to see my plans in The clouds, surprisingly, turn black. Red lightning flashes, strikes Kuyaka. I don't She's care. Down on the <laughs> <laughs> <Rolling around. laughs> I totally don't care. <laughs> um, this one says, Calming minds are best to seek the leader among your crew, so close your eyes and count to ten to be sure of all of you. In a new <laughs> life and world, Death's child found beauty, and what then? In their travels found each other again, and yet again. So I left this song to those who hear it. They know it's me. Music fills the world when the high bard plays my legacy. Okay, so you head to the red chair. This one is a, it shows a, a man like with a, a knife and there's like a, he's holding a goat. And this one says, men hold sway over each other, always taking from their brother. You must tell this work so long and give up something that makes you strong. I guess I give the rock my spell book? You give up your spell book? Should I not? What do you think, Dally? She steps forward and she's like, you can have my divine blood. And she kind of like, stumbles back for a second. And then she stands up and she's like, this is going to be my last life and it's going to be my last life. Okay, could I offer it one of my wings? Damn. I give up my quest to get back home. What? I give up trying to get around my exile. <laughs> you get the goodbye brother theme. <laughs> um, Roran, you are faced with this decision to give up something that makes you strong, and the thing you can think of is home. And you have a burning passion to get home. And... When you think about giving this up, you're... Like, the light behind your eyes kind of dulls a little bit. And... And you feel resigned to stay... Here. Whoa! <sighs> and, yeah, you think of all the people, all the friends that you've made at home, and how you won't see them again, and, uh... <laughs> And, and now you're okay with that. You're suddenly, huh? Oh, you're, you're alright with that. Nice. It's just a, a, a matter of fact. Now, the red carrot opens. Oh, oh okay. Well Some surely say there is beauty in death. People die and it catches in our breath. Those of us searching see the truth here that remembering shows all beauty begat. Um, alright, so you go up to the white cairn, you insert all of your keys. A little slide opens on a, a large um, 
piece of stone, and there is a spot where it looks like you are to lay all the pieces of parchment. Should I move the whole thing to somebody? Okay. Some surely say there is beauty in death. People die and it catches in our breath. Those of us search and see the truth, hear that. Remembering shows all beauty beget. The most important lesson we strive to achieve is how to live when all those we have loved will leave. This verse does not bear repeating for very long. It is to tell you of the time when sight met song. Their symphony composed of sharpest words and softest blades. Their dance was short. Their love was fierce. It kindled the crusades. And from it sprung an heir to the gods. They passed their baton. O beauty beheld. She did not, she did falter forever and on. Though a new brother stepped in and filled the void, her legacy remained. Death's new brother could not fill his loss, and it left him feeling pain. Through every new sprung generation, Death's child trekked there alone. That was up until his brother Beauty had a child of his own. In a new life and world, Death's child found Beauty, and what then? In their travels found each other again, and yet again. So I left this song to those who hear it. They know it's me. Music fills the world when the high bar plays my legacy. My child seeks his love out, seeks out his other half. For them, all I left this, my broken epitaph. Courage, though, is not my best. Beauty is my mark. I leave it freely for them to see my plans embark. Knowledge you gain hearing my words, my song. You've stayed, you've heard my tale, and say, how wrong. In this tune, I'll tell you with my last breath, those who heard know it is beauty and death. That's beautiful, Asa. That's really good. You put it in order, um, the white cairn opens, and therein lies the body of Tigat Tafal Akalaya. And um, he doesn't look like he's been attacked or anything, he just looks um, old and frail and broken. So, yes, the, the Fantark, the body of the Fantark lies broken in front of you. And there's a, uh, an astral projection of the younger looking Francois that you guys all met in the, in the Aeolian. He's standing there, and his arms are kind of open, and he's smiling, and he's like, now I can be at rest. And he looks at Axel, and he says, this, this song that you've put here, this is the true, the true reason why I can be at rest. Um, Axel, you wrote this song. You don't remember writing it, but you wrote this song. And this is to be Waskell's new song. Um... It's a story of hurt and of, of beauty and pain and death. And you wrote this song because you heard the tale of the gods. And you don't remember it, and I don't know what it is either, but you heard it. And that's only for you to know now. You are the conduit of Waskell. And, um, and as he begins to fade, he, he looks at the rest of you and he says, You've all done very well. And... And then he disappears, and his body, Yoda's out of there as well. Yoda Obi-Wan just kind of disappears. And the white robes remain, and those begin to fade, but so does Axel's garb. And he looks down, and he realizes that he's now wearing the white robes of the Pantark. And the next thing you know, you're all back in the Aeolian. And you're sitting with a man in white, uh, and Axel is back in his regular garb, um, and this man in white is, is sitting in front of you, and he's like, and so, so then I told her, so then I told her, and he looks up, he's like, 
whoa, what the hell? You guys were just laughing a second ago. Did I do something wrong? And you guys don't recognize this man. Now that you're like sitting here and, and you're kind of like faced with them, and you realize like, yeah, this was the, this was the guy who played that, that song, right? And then you're thinking about it and you're like, no, you played a different song. And, and he's looking at you guys, he's like, time, but you know, I hope I didn't say anything. Uh, yeah, you know, you guys came up to me and invited me to your table after I played my, my routine, and uh, we're all having fun, and, and he looks at Axel, and he's like, hey, uh, by the way, I think, I think you're up. And uh, so this is when Alex, Axel goes, plays the song that you're on the last first time, um, and it just, it's a crowd stopper. Everyone stops. <laughs> It freezes the entire bar, and in, in that moment, um, on Axel's face, you see just like a very brief, kind of almost like a duality, where you see the face of Tegan Sathal, and he's just, he smiles, and then, but then it's Axel again. And, um, and you realize that your, your friend has uh, <laughs> ascended to a new plane, and um, <laughs> that's all I have. Catch you singing up Those of us searching to see the truth that remembering shows us from where it all began. What we strive to achieve is how to Does not bear repeating very long. It is to tell you of a time when words and softest plays Their dance was short Their love was fierce It kindled the crusades And from it sprung an heir to the gods Their great creation Oh beauty Their great creation, oh beauty beheld. She did falter forever, she did falter forever. There's beauty in death's song.
but he felt little joy. I left this song to hear that you would never fear when the high bard plays it. You'll know my legacy. This symphony's composed the sharpest words and softest plays. Their dance was short, the love was fierce, it kindled the crusades, and from it sprung an air to the gods their great creation oh beauty beheld she did fall to forever on she did fall to forever on there's beauty in death's song Say you're wrong in the tune I'll tell you with my very last breath. She did falter forever on, but there's beauty in death.